Hey everybody, before we get into our 10 minute review of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, just want to tell you about our sponsor. It's a movie called Sir John A. and the Curse of the Annie Quenched. Uh, you can check it out on iTunes, Amazon, or wherever you get your movies. Alright, we're going to jump into our 10 minute review of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. We had to do it uh, via Skype, but it's still going to be okay. And I'm hitting the timer now. Alright, Matt, what did you think of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? I really liked it, actually. Surprisingly, really liked it. I didn't think I was going to... The the biggest gripe I had when I saw the trailer, I was like, I don't think I'm into the animation. Okay. Like, it looks like just the, the choppiness Lego movie type of kind of... Uh, but you kind of get used to it. Yeah, you I thought used it, to it flowed, really fast. flowed well. And I thought they were pretty uh, respectful of, uh, like, certain things. Some of the freeze frame stuff they do or even, like, there's some... There is some classic like um, sort of Spider-Man moments that they sort of homage kind of quickly, oh, yeah. you know, like him behind the desk or uh, if you stay till after the credits, there's some pointing going on. <laughs> I mean, they definitely uh, know their source material and making fun of kind of all the iterations that we've seen of Spider-Man throughout the years. I like uh, which that too. Is a lot of fun. The uh, uh, All right, we're going to do this for the last time. And then tell you the Spider-Man origin story for that particular Spider-Man. I will say um, that the movie, the biggest gripes about the movie are, one, not enough of Spider-Man noir, uh, Nick Cage of Spider-Man noir. I want more of that. I want it too. (laughs) More of him. Uh, Actually, I I hope they ever, if they ever make another one, make us just that. Just Spider-Man noir? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think 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 it'd be a really cool... Um, I really enjoyed a, uh, how it took like darker turns. There's like murder and stuff in this, which I wasn't expecting, which was really fantastic. Yeah. Um, I really love the art of it. I really like the aspect that it's like a living comic book, which was fantastic the way they did that. Yeah. Uh, the only biggest, yeah, the biggest gripes I had um, about it was the ending felt a little kind of all over the place because of the visuals. You're just like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you know, just like the much. just like the dimensions kind of flowing into each other. Oh god, yeah. I have a, I, I didn't see it in three D though, so I have a feeling in three D might actually look even better. It did. Um, Real D three D is what I saw it in, and normally I don't like three D, but for animation, it, it's it's pretty good. But yeah, it, it made it like it made it pretty trippy. Um, like I thought, like I thought they solved like a, I don't know. A, hard problem because like how do you deal with a multiverse kind of you know happening under new york in this kind of small tube area how do we expand it and then like how do we make it interesting for spider men and women and pigs to fight in this area well let's introduce more geometry for them to swing on and and then fight with you know i thought Maybe that's what their thinking was behind yeah, it. Yeah, it just it, it, it kind of got a little too much near the end. That's the that's the biggest gripe about it. Um, I thought the narrative and the story itself is extremely strong on this movie. It was very very good. Like I was gripped the whole way through. I just I loved the narrative that they did. Um, was really really well done, and um, I found. I don't even know where I'm going with this. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I found like I, I Jake Johnson did a really good job as Spider-Man. Like all I can see is for him from New Girl. Um, yeah. But as soon as you see him, as like, uh, well, I guess hear him as Spider-Man, I 
Like it, it worked. It worked really well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Shamik Moore, who played uh, Miles Morales too. Like hardcore Spider-Man fans obviously know the Miles Morales story. And if you've been playing the Spider-Man game, do you you get to know that? I thought like that they played it well. I liked all the storylines with his father and his uncle. I, as yeah. soon as I saw his uncle, I'm like, oh, he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. <laughs> he's gonna be a bad guy. Bad guy. I mean, bad guy. Bad guy. <laughs> It, 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 he was played by uh, I forget I, I I never know how to say his first name but Mahir Mahir Shalah Ali, which I love that guy. He was great in uh, in in Luke Cage, the villain in Luke Cage there, uh, Cottonmouth. Yeah, and then uh, he was in uh, was at the movie they won the Oscar for Moonlight, right? Right, right. But I just I don't know. There's something about that guy. It's like yeah, he's he's charming, but both evil. I don't know. He 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 plays it well. Yeah, he can play both sides, eh? Like yeah, the evil or somebody. Way. Yeah, just like very good. Um, yeah. So I really love the movie. I really love the the way it even it plays on tropes. It plays on cliches where you're thinking one thing, all of a sudden it's flipping up on on the other for comedic relief, like for comedic reasons, or just for the story wise. I thought that was really well done. Like, for example, um, spoiler, uh, the part where he's running with the monitor and the computer, uh, thinking to myself, like, why is he running with the monitor? That's just stupid. And then, like, <laughs> Spider-Man comes out like, oh, yeah, 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 good news and bad news. Bad, like, good news, you don't, have to, you don't need this monitor, right? Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, at least they address it. I love that. I love the fact that they address, like, the world sometimes. Things aren't working. They're making fun of themselves. They're, they're making fun of cliches that happen all the time. <laughs> I do like the uh, two and like, I'm going to steal a bagel. And then as he's going yes. through, he's like, that daddy stole a bagel. Uh, apparently I, I missed it. But my friend, uh, when we went to see it, he, uh, when he throws the bagel and hits the guy, there's actually a little thing that says bagel. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's the sound that it makes is bagel. Like it's, they say it out loud or do they? No, uh... well, you know, like in this movie, it's very comic booky. So all the sounds uh, are also done. Like, um, I forget the, the, the word. But when it's written, Onomatopoeia. Like comic, uh, right. that's what you see is a, just a tiny little thing that says bagel. Apparently. Yeah. Okay. Because they did do a lot of like bang and biff and stuff, yeah. sort of reminiscent of Batman. But yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I definitely want to see. Uh, to to me, biggest thing about this movie is I want to see more Nick Cage punching punching Nazis. Nazis. That was pretty good, and I liked him <laughs> taking the uh, the Rubik's cube too, because like he sees in black and white as well. Yeah. <laughs> He can't see color. <laughs> Which I thought was awesome. Um, another thing I want to point out, like, so Wilson Fisk, sort of yeah. the baddie of the film, I like that it, his motivation is pretty, like, he, it's a bad person, like a bad guy motivation, but it's like you are you sort of believe it. And yes. sometimes you find yeah, it. They, 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 they don't make it a sad story where you, you want to feel sorry for him. You're just like, I get it. Yeah, like it's I get why he's doing it. I mean, he's a bad guy. He's a bad dude, and 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 I like that he's a bad dude. They don't try to redeem him whatsoever. No, and which I, is very good. And I, like I love the, the way fact he's drawn. Right. I love the way he's drawn. Yes, I was, that's exactly. He's he's very classic comic book. Yeah. Fisk, like extremely huge. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a joke when you see the pictures of him and his family, where he's like crouching down just to yeah. Like, <laughs> frame great um another thing I, I enjoyed is the doctor who you don't know who she is and then when yes. she t- 
takes off the coat. I didn't. I fully didn't see that coming. It was her right, from Trelawney, from, from from Professor Trelawney from Harry Potter. Right. To that's Doc what. We, Ock, that's how they version. got you. You're like, oh, right. She's Professor Trelawney. What's going on here? <laughs> it's played well, by again, Catherine. A, a, another another cliche trope that they hit on is like when he play, does the plan, right? Uh, Peter Parker is like, and then I sneak up on this on the on the scientist. Actually, the scientist is this woman. Okay, all right. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're imagining, you know, a man, but it's like, no, actually, it's this this one right here. I don't know. It's just things like that. I love that. I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. I, I thought it was. I I did not think. I thought I was gonna like it, but I didn't think I was gonna love it. Yeah, eh? and yeah, I for sure loved it. I think they they do funny things too with the USB stick being called the goober all the time. Oh, just like yeah, the goober. Just the plot device. The we just need to get this thing to the thing, and then I just sort of figure it out when I'm there. <laughs> but yeah, it's no, like, I thought it was a I thought it was a really well developed story. Uh, really strong characters, really strong actors. Uh, the animation was fantastic. Apart from like, you, at least I got, I had to get used to it. And then the ending was a little kind of, to me, a little too much. But I, I did, I went to see it with a friend of mine who's not a big fan of Spider-Man. And then after he saw Homecoming and this movie, he's kind of changed his mind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he went to see it, he went to see it in 3D the other night. And he says, like, if you're going to go see it, you should probably go see it in 3D. And I'm I'm not an and I'm not an advocate for 3D. I don't like watching things in 3D, but yeah, I think this movie is recommended for it. Not, not not that it makes it better, but it just it makes it probably like a, a better experience, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Uh, just with animation, because they control it more in in, in the animation. I, I yeah. would say 100% go see this movie. Absolutely. You know, in a theater. It's worth it. It's um, you know, it's a lot of fun. Bring kids, like it's, a, it's maybe a good... not too young a kids. Nah, there, there is murder. Whatever. This. If they can handle most Marvel movies, they'll be fine. Um, yeah, I... You know, I, I think it's I think it's good. I think it's good comic book storytelling, and I think it's important that maybe some comic book movies or Star Wars or whatever they should be animation instead of live action and just, you know, use the, the genre of animation to tell a better yeah, story exactly. that you can't Some, tell live action. Sometimes things don't work in live action that, um, I could see working in animation. And this is one of the cases where I don't think it would have worked as well in live action. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. And you know, even though we see Spider-Man doing well and we are at the end of their 10 minutes, uh, well, finish your thought. Uh, no, I just, again, just reiterating the fact that just animation was the way to go for this, for this story. It wouldn't have worked, gotcha. even though, like, you know, we've seen Spider-Man in the cinematic universe sort of recently. But, um, yeah, I uh, I hope they make another one. I would love to see more of Miles Morales sort of grown up, maybe having to fight Doc Ock again or, I mean, you know. to me, to me. Uh, screw, screw a sequel to this. I want its own one-off story of... Spider-Man Noir, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, thanks, have a guys. happy holiday. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at Lost Commentary, on Instagram at Raiders of the Lost Commentary, and like us on Facebook. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs>